Mental Germs. Welcome to another solo episode of Your 30 with Marty. And no Marty, actually. It's, 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 a, it's a solo episode. Marty needs to do one of these solo episodes. He, he really, he really does. Um, he hasn't done one in like, um, it's gotta be years at this point. He, cause we, we every now and again is like, okay, I'm busy. So can you do a solo episode? It's like, oh, I'm busy now. Can you do a solo episode? And I'm, I'm usually the one doing the solo episodes. Marty will be back next week. He's got all of that stuff going on with POH and he the the uh, business is obviously good. So that's a big plus. I I enjoy that. I enjoy when business is good, especially with um with my with my folks. You need to stand for your friends. You do. You really do need to stand for your friends. And if you're not standing for your friends, what's the point? Um <laughs> it is a wonderful day it is still god awfully hot outside it is september and today is actually friday the 13th which would freak people out but today's payday for me so (laughs) i shouldn't i shouldn't bring that in which ooh, every friday the 13th they usually play like old friday the 13th movies and i am a huge fan of 80s and 90s slasher films it's and they, they're literally all the damn same i understand that they're all the damn same it's like there's gonna be like teenagers and they're gonna be like drinking and fucking and and girls are gonna have the titties out and and they're going to get chopped up into bits which is why i'm excited for the new season of american horror story uh, not just for the fact that Angelica Ross, aka Candy from Pose, is going to be on there, and Deron Horton, uh, who is playing Lionel here, white people, he's also going to be on there. Um, not just people, and hoping that they don't get killed in the first episode, because they're good with that shit too. Um, but I'm also. <laughs> I'm also a fan of those, like, Freddy, uh, like, Freddy movies and Jason movies. Except Jason Takes Manhattan. The only thing I like about Jason Takes Manhattan is that that one black dude tried to fight Jason. Like, literally tried to, like, he was throwing hooks and jabs and shit, trying to fight Jason. And Jason just punched his head off. I mean, he went out like a G. I'll tell you that shit right now. (laughs) But I love slasher movies. I Scream. I've seen all Screams except for Scream 4. That shit looked like it sucked. Um, but 80s and 90s slasher movies are where it's at because that, that was, they, they were awesome. And I'm, I'm a fan of blood and gore. How else would I be Gumbo Monsters makeup nigga without that? I mean, so. <laughs> Um, well, that being said, let's go ahead and move on into, um, arrogant observations, because there's only going to be one arrogant observation. Yay. So, (laughs) here in the garden, let's play a game. I'll show you how it's done. Here in the garden, stand very still. This'll be so much fun. 
then she smiled. That's what I'm after. The smile in her eyes, the sound of her laughter. Happy to listen, happy to play, happily watching her drift away. Happily waiting, all on my own. Under the endless sky. Counting the seconds. Okay. So, I've been thinking about this for the last couple of days. And I feel like everybody on our podcast Megazord Crossover Network. It's like... <laughs> and I know there's a less weird... Uh, there's a less um, weird analogy for this... <laughs> Other than the ABC Daytime Network. I'll explain this really, really quickly. Because, I mean, hell. Um, on a on the network, during, like, its heyday. I'm talking about, like, 80s, 90s, 2000s. They had, um, they had shows on. They had, um, shit. They had All My Children, they had One Life to Live, and they have General Hospital. All of those motherfuckers are gone. General Hospital is the only one. And all the same. All My Children would show up in General Hospital, and one chick from General Hospital would show up on One Life to Live. And then there was, like, two characters who bounced from show to show, and, like, back and forth. Like I said, their own little television television universe. Um, the, the reason I say that is that we have like a podcast Megazord where we all exist within the same net, not network. Cause we all have our own networks, but we all exist in the same universe. And that's of course the fly with bats podcast and your 30 network and the, and the on the lake net network of shows, so to speak. I think on the lake is on hiatus. I'm not sure. I gotta, I gotta check my feed. Um, anyway, but what I wanted to essentially encourage to all of the people on the network is like a very quick mental health check in. Um, I'm not sure when mental health awareness week, but I, I've, I'm on. Twitter for my job, which I never thought I'd be able to say that, but I am on Twitter for my job and I've noticed that it is suicide awareness week. And while thankfully I have not seriously contemplated self-harm, I do want to sit here and speak about mental, a, a, a little bit about mental health. Uh, sh also shout out to the Broadway black podcast, um, cause this is where I essentially got, um, their, my inspiration from, they had basically an open conversation to where they spoke about the issues that they had with their mental health, what impedes them from not even just doing the show, but what essentially impedes them from progress and essentially impedes them from help from from working with things so i just wanted to do like a very quick check-in and i know marty is not here with me but i hate to say this maybe it's for the best because 
I'm going to get deep. And like I said, it, that's nothing against Marty. Please do not take that in. Don't do not hear what I am not saying. But it's it's easier for me to go through a good stream of consciousness as opposed to as opposed to darting back and forth with somebody because I can really flesh out a lot of things. Um, so that being said, um, I think that I am and just moving on, just speaking on me, I think I am in a process of I've called it a period of rejuvenation, although that may not be the correct term. Um, but just like a renaissance, an awakening. Um, and I did not realize how much it's actually helped. Um, recently I, I joined Actors Equity, so I'm an equity actor now. I can work, I can officially work on Broadway. Yay. Um, um, uh, and, a lot of that came out of, uh, I mean, I've that and I've started working out again. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not too maxed out. C, I'm not too maxed out CJ level like Miss Betts is, but I mean, Hey, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm working towards it. Uh, here's also another thing and I'll, I'll delve a little deeper into this. I got my teeth fixed. <laughs> I'll explain this. Um, when I was about 11 or 12, I was doing some shit that I was not, uh, that I had no business doing. It was like bricks in our, in our home and not, not actual bricks, but they were like oversized Legos and I would like stack them to the ceiling. And my mom once told me, she's like, don't do that. You're going to break something. It's like, and of course, 11 year old, pff, I'm not listening to your ass. Uh, so I stacked them high, broke uh, and knocked shit over and broke a lamp. So sh naturally she came to whoop my ass. Um, and I tried running for her rounded, rounded, um, in the kitchen and tried to hide around the refrigerator and smack my face on the refrigerator and snap my tooth in half. Now, naturally that freaked her the hell out. Um, so I was like, at least I got out of an ass whooping, uh, but they had filled the tooth. Um, but it never did take and the root died. And if you've ever met me and spoken to me in my face before, you know that like the, the the tooth is called the number nine tooth. It's like the first tooth that you fucking see. And that one is, that one is, or was discolored. And while I did not say anything to a lot of people for a long time, I had a serious problem with it. I've, I, it just, anytime I, I wouldn't smile. I would try my best. I don't. You look like that Daenerys. No, that meme of Daenerys Targaryen doing that smile. That's why. That's what I would look like in in my and on top of it, it was chipped too. And I'm not J Cole, so I I had a complex behind that. Um. So after 
four hours in a dentist chair and damn near five hundred dollars. <laughs> I that I still have yet to pay them all up. Um, I I got them fixed. Um, and. I see myself smiling more. Now, they have a temporary crown on it. So, this is not like my permanent smile, but I, I, I feel, I feel more confident about myself. And I never thought that I was going to be able to do that. So, that's, that's definitely a plus. Um, like I said, started working out. I am to a point now where if I don't work out in a day, I literally have this little nagging voice in the back of my head, like, the fuck is you doing? <laughs> Take your ass and go be active somewhere, you know? Um, and because of this, I have a nail biting problem. I've always had a nail biting, I've always had a nail biting problem. But what they've done <laughs> with my teeth is they added like resin to it to elongate my teeth. So they were like, don't do anything to them. Because if not, you'll break the tooth and then we'll be back around here again. So because of that, I can't bite my nails. <laughs> and because I can't bite my nails, my nails are growing. So like I said, I've been working on my book. And I think I've come a long way when it comes to that only because... At this same time last year, I was freaking out and getting super depressed. And the reason why I've seen musicals. And when there was a lull, there was a period of time where I would say, well, shit. Is this really what I mean? And you, you know how your mind travels and it usually always goes to the fucked up or the negative. And I got super depressed and with not only the back and forth that I had with a certain a certain theater a certain theater troupe in in the city, but the notion that there's going to be some theaters that I can no longer that I can no longer work in because I am equity. And they tell you not to work non-equity shows when you're equity. So that's that's another thing. That's another layer onto that. So I may have issues when it comes to getting the, the whole is Broadway. So if <laughs> when it comes to that, my thought process is, are you going forward or are you going backward? Eventually the notion is going to be Broadway. So this is one of the steps to get me there. There are a whole bunch of steps after that, but this is another one of those steps to get me there. So while all of this is going on, um, shout out to Berkeley, the artist. Um, cause he had, he, he's been doing these artist runs every Tuesday. So it's like, Roughly about like forward and back, only about four, four and a half miles. I was not prepared for that. And there is a picture floating me of me around on the interwebs. Literally dating. I'm, I didn't die. I did not die. <laughs> like that's a triumph. I didn't die. 
every day it'll get a little bit better. But when I went to go, I was like, okay, I'm going to try and do my boxing classes and find a See until he left. Now, here is another leg of this process. Um, I lost a friend uh, in 2018. He did not die. He did not move away. He did not drift off. He did not lose contact. He was very deliberate in saying, I do not want to speak to you anymore. And I'm still a little raw about that because essentially he believes that it is my my fault for the falling out. And he is not clear that he has issues with, he has issues, uh, he essentially has issues within himself that he is not taking care of. Um, here's where it gets messy. I, shit, um, <laughs> on the one hand, I'm upset that I lost a friend. I don't have children. I don't have really a significant other right now because I'm being a thought. Um, <laughs> I'm not being a thought. I'm kind of being a thought. Um, I don't have a significant other. I don't have a spouse. I don't have children. By the way, shout out to Raheem. I know this is in, this is a stream of consciousness. You, you already know what it is with these damn solo, solo episodes. It's kind of a stream of consciousness. Um, a shout out to Raheem, the great Glassby on the birth of his daughter. He keeps on posting stuff. And I told him the other day, it's like, you are either going to make, you're either trying to make me cry or make me contemplate on having one. And I don't appreciate, I don't appreciate either one. Uh, but anyway, I, I don't feel as I, I feel like my friendships are very strong. I, I consider, <coughs> I consider my friendships like extended family, especially if I've known you for such a long period of time. And I've known this and I've known, um, this person for 15 years and to just be like, I don't want to speak to you again because of something that you perceived, but something that I didn't perceive. And, and it's, 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 um, but I know that and was sick and I'll explain this. It's it was it was a toxic symbiotic relationship. I would support his fuck. And would, he was fuck. He would he he's 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 obsessed in, uh, about getting in a relationship. He would talk about it nonstop, and every time, every single solitary time that I think of, okay, I know that. This relation, I, I know that the relationship that I had with this person was toxic. 
but it sucks that I lost a friend. And every time I think of that, the one thing question I ask is that if he sat here and told you right now, walked up to you and said, you know what? I think I fucked up. I apologize. I want us to work on our friendship. Would you want to be friends with him again? And the the short answer is no. <laughs> I didn't like how I, I didn't like how I felt when I was being friends with him. Uh, I, I didn't like how I felt because he would throw consistent pity parties and I'd enable that. And a lot of times you, and here's the thing. If you are friends with somebody, in my opinion, the job, I wouldn't call it a job, um, is to not, essentially enable them if you see them doing fuck shit your friend should be the first one to say yo stop doing that fuck shit (laughs) either you're gonna do this or you're gonna do that but you need to you need to figure that shit out stop doing fuck shit stop it (laughs) because it's not good for you and it's not good to it's not good to be that way so stop doing that fuck shit i wouldn't do that I would enable this fuck shit. Yeah, you know, actually, you're right, but... And I would try and break the cycle, and it would never work. Um, And nowadays, it's not as difficult to sever ties. It's, it's a little bit more difficult to sever ties with somebody because you have social media and you have phones and you have such and such and this and that. Um, but this is a person who's not on social media. The only way you will be able to get in touch with him is his phone and I've blocked his number. And the reason I blocked his number is because I fucked around and sent like a group text and he was a part of that group text and he sent me back and he sent me back very succinctly. Please do not send me anything. I do not want to have contact with you like that. And I blocked him right then and there because at the end of the day, I'm still not the one in the wrong here. You are. Um, but once again, it's essentially, it's not about guilt it's it's not a it's not about who's right or who's wrong it's about having relationships that are beneficial to the both of you and that wasn't beneficial to either one of us i'm sitting here and i'm enabling your ass to do whatever the hell you to to be basically miserable and alienate everybody and I saw him alienate people like because we were a big group of people it was me and this one and this one and this one. And slowly but surely he alienated this one and he alienated another person and he alienated another person. Then when he alienated like somebody who he he considered like one of his best friends, I knew I was next. <laughs> I knew essentially I was next and he did it at a point where I was dealing with some family issues that 
sh- really shook me to my core. I felt as if my family was far was like some really dark stuff that will really whatever. Um, there was some, <laughs> it was some really dark stuff. I apologize for that noise. Um, there was some really dark stuff that I was dealing with and you figured I would use him for support. He was never support. I was supposed to be his support. He was never mine. And, and which is another reason why I'm like, I really shouldn't. We, this is not a relationship that is beneficial to either one of us. We really should not be speaking to each other. But it's still a thing of, I've known you for 15 years and I have to deal with you. I have to see, I still have to see you. Because at one point, after I, before I changed jobs, we were literally in the same building all the time. Which has got to be frustrating when you have to treat somebody as if they're dead to you. Because they essentially are. They are dead to you. <laughs> um, Now we're not, and that makes it a little bit easier but just out of nowhere with him popping up new orleans is too damn small new orleans is big but it's small you're gonna if you especially within artists he's a musician um essentially we're gonna end up bumping into each other one way or another he's a musician and he also likes theater so i'm in theater so if he ain't going to see me in the audience, he's going to see me on the scene. And that is what it is. And that's something that I'm going to essentially have to learn how to deal with. If he's in the audience, he's going to have to just be another audience member. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. whatever. Mm. I don't have a blueprint on how to treat people as if they do not exist. But for my own mental health and for my own sanity, I essentially have to in this situation because I find myself literally sitting here screaming in my car, bringing up old shit, talking to nobody, just venting so I could vent. And that's not, and while I'm all a fan of venting, that's not the way that I essentially want to be. It's not. It's not. It's not what I should be doing. I'm. We're too old for this shit. We are. Um. So I. I. I this is going to be a process. This is going to be a process. Um. But essentially. I think I've I've been overloved. That's <laughs> it was like I've been in this very cocoon cocoonish way of people who support me and people who love me to the point where I have a hard time shutting off people who don't and people who don't care about me. Um even so far as to sitting here and telling him it's like, "Well, I brother, I still care about you." But it's obvious we don't need to be around each other like that. And it's, it's, you have to shut it down. You have to cut it off. And it is painful, but it, it is what it is. Okay. Well, now that I've bared my soul to y'all, 
I was about to say soul to you hoes. Um, it, I think it is time for recommendations. So, recommendations. Okay, Marty's gonna kill me for this one. <laughs> this is a relatively long episode. Um, but... Lord have mercy. Y'all, watch Don't Let Go. Just, just, just go ahead and watch it. Just <laughs> the reason, and the reason I say it like that is because I saw it, and I think of it in the same ways that Marty thinks of as think, thinks of widows. Everybody came to work. You got David Agelowo. You got Michael T. Williamson. You got Storm Reed. For amazing young actress who did who's done who did great in this movie. She did um, great. It, she does great in Euphoria as the younger sister. Um, A Wrinkle in Time was not her fault, um, but she she's she's amazing. She's really building up a really good body of work. Um, you you got. Brian Tyree Henry, there's Alfred Molina in there and the one thing that I can say is y'all added pieces and if y'all don't know, Don't Let Go is this is this movie where a whole family is murdered and the uh, David Ayelowo plays this detective um, and Storm Reeves is his niece and he goes and has a big fight with uh, his brother, and he finds out later. He he comes into the house and finds out that his brother and his his sister in law and his niece all have been murdered. And it looks like the brother killed him. Brother killed everybody, then killed himself. Um, then while he's dealing with this trauma, um. He gets a call from the niece two weeks in the past. So we're dealing with like this time travel thing. It reminds me of that damn movie Frequency from 1999. Because it's basically the same thing. You're trying to save a person who's calling you from the past. And you're essentially changing the timelines and all of this. And... That is a hard story to do, and it's very hard to pull off. And the essential reason is because it is because you have too many you have too many plates spinning. You have too many plates spinning, and something's gonna drop at some point. And unfortunately, it dropped with this. Everybody came to work. You have amazing actors and amazing actresses who are all here to work. But the problem is that story, man, that there, there's pieces and parts and parcels in that story that could have been taken out. And the same and the same thing would have shown up. And Storm Reed has a dirty mouth for a young lady. <laughs> all of these MF. I mean, she's she. I mean. Keep in mind, she's on Euphoria, which, I mean, somebody once said Skins walked so Euphoria could run. It's like, 
sex and drugs and teenagers everywhere. I've always said I am so afraid to watch Euphoria. I'm afraid to watch you get afraid like this. Oh god, this movie is horrible. Oh, don't go watch this movie. Um, unless it's Loquisha. Um, but this movie is filled with black people. And I'm and though I'm root and, and Alfred Molina. Um, and though I'm rooting for everybody black, there's some parts and parcels in this that are rough. And this was a movie that I really did go want to see. Um, did want to go see. Uh, so, I mean, the story for the most part, and we, we get it, but shit gets convoluted, man. So I would say watch this movie for yourself, but maybe wait until it comes out on Netflix. <laughs> if you're, if we're really, if we're doing that, maybe wait until it comes out on Netflix. Um, that being said, uh, it's time for fuck yous. Okay. Fuck you goes to Isaiah Washington and the random heifer that rolled up in my mentions on Facebook. First of all, there are way too many old people on Facebook. (laughs) And maybe that's that that is ageist and I apologize, but there are way too many old people on Facebook who do not know how to use Facebook <laughs> and end up saying wild outlandish shit because they even either misconstrued or misjudged or did any of this. Now I think Washington is coming out as a conservative and he's basically he's saying all of the shit that all fucking black conservatives say oh y'all need to get off the liberal plantation and democrats haven't done anything and first of all bitch the reason that first of all let me not be the one to cape for the damn democratic party because democrats are trash (laughs) democrats only really give a fuck about black people when it comes time to vote for a new president and y'all know that y'all know that democrats trash but stand us so i don't understand why y'all are caping for people who can't stand y'all it would be a little bit it would be a little bit better if you decided to go oh maybe if you want to go libertarian which ain't nothing but republican light um or you want to go to the green party or you want to go to another party but going straight to fucking republicans who make it known that they don't like you that your skin your black skin seems criminal to them a lot of times is fucking ridiculous i mean isaiah washington i knew that i knew the nigga was a gun nut <laughs> And I mean, to be perfectly honest, that that nigga is essentially what everybody loves about what conservatives fucking love. He loves he's he's a former veteran. He is all about the second and all about the Second Amendment. And he called his coworker a faggot, (laughs) which anywhere else would have you sent to HR, actually. He was sent to HR and fired off Grey's Anatomy as a bad. I don't. Black conservatives, and this is the long and short of it. 
black conservatives, black Republicans, your motherfucking asses aren't any better than any of us just because you vote for Trump. You ain't any fucking better than the than the rest of us. You just jumped off of one quote unquote plantation and hopped on to a fucking other one. So deal with that shit. Um that being said, I gotta head out of here because it is 5.30 in the morning. And I said I was going to do some walking before I needed to work. This workout shit ain't no joke, y'all. Shout out to everybody who is working on their health and their fitness and all of this. Because this workout shit ain't no joke. Maybe I'll just do some things. I don't want to do that. I, I posted something on I posted something on my shit the other day. It was like the daily decision to go to the gym is like Peter eating Peter from the guy eating a pine cone. It's awful. I hate it. It hurts. One last scream and then okay, we get to go. You got to do it. You got to do it. Work on your health, folks. Um, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. I am Soulboy30. Out on Snapchat if you still have it. I haven't posted anything on Snapchat in forever. Um, that's Lweber584. And check me out on arrogantobserversrants.blogspot.com where the cat is running. The cat has found one of those hamster wheels, but it's bigger and it's meant for cats. So the cat is running on that and the cat hates everybody. So he's kind of like me when I, when, when I'm running, when I'm doing shit, like, okay, I can, I can run. And then like halfway through the workout, you're like, I hate everybody. I wish the whole world would die. <laughs> It's like I want I I want the whole world to explode like those like those YouTube videos on conspiracy theorists. Fuck everybody in the world. <laughs> um but you can follow follow me on arrogantobserversrants.blogspot.com with the irritated cat. Um Shout out to everybody on our podcast network. That is, of course, the Your 30 Podcast, the original. And then, of course, Cinema Gems with the Admirable Admirable Admiral. That is a hard motherfucker to do. And Jim Strange Pork. Um, also, check out the What's On tab, where we have a retrospective on Futurama with Jim Strange Pork. Jim Strange, because the pork is strange. I'm sorry, I did that wrong. You have the Admirable Admiral and But Maestro, which is not a maestro of the ass. I'm 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 upset. I'm slightly upset that it's not the maestro of the ass. Anyway, you have the What's On tab where they do a retrospective on Futurama with the Admirable Admiral and Jim Strange Pork. Then <laughs> and I think essentially we'll do a pose one. Um in a while we just need to do a pose recap of a lot of stuff but we do like a pose recap and i don't know what we're doing with empire's final season um uh that that french boy is not <laughs> jesse jesse smollett um <laughs> gay black and french man how fucked up can you get <laughs> um but uh, check check them out. Check out to all of our people on 
uh, are on the the tendrils out there in podcast land that we love the sugar sass and sarcasm podcast the living millennial podcast the home video hustle podcast uh the four misses and a mic podcast ladies with the rings of the things um that sounded so white. Um, and of course, the, the I brought the misbelief radio show podcast. I brought it. I brought it back. Brought it on home. Um, and of course, the Flywood Bats Network, which includes the Flywood Bats podcast. Which shout out to Alpha Joe because now, anytime I hear that shit about Kevin Hart. The first thing that pops into my mind is Alpha Joe going, Marty, <laughs> Marty, there's a dead body in the trunk <laughs> and the dead body is filled with Coke. I was not in that car. <laughs> that's, I, that, I think that's going to have to be a bit from now on. Anytime we talk about Kevin Hart and his possible fuck shit, it's just going to be Marty, <laughs> Marty, I was not in that car. <laughs> we ain't even talking about a car anymore. <laughs> Or fuck them. <laughs> uh, but check them out. The um, Fly With Bats podcast. Then you have the reviewing that podcast with uh, Marty. I'm, I'm going to stop throwing shade. <laughs> I'm going to stop throwing shade. Uh, Marty and the two Martys. You got Mr. Bats. That's one Marty. And then, of course, our Marty, who we, we love them both. But, I mean, <laughs> but it's the two Martys. So, shout out to them. And you can also check me out on the Acting Wild Black podcast. Check us. Our new episode is out with Jeremiah Craft. That boy is so funny. <laughs> he does He does this really, he, he does like Rick and Morty <laughs> impression on the show i could not stop laughing but check him check him out um then of course you got the on the lake podcast with rel the protagonist sleeping beauty cola chelsea is me (laughs) i'm i feel like i'm the only one that can do that and i'm seeing like chelsea literally everywhere because we're all auditioning like constantly um but that's all Cause it is almost time for me to go to work. I'm doing this at sunrise, yo. I always record these at very fucking weird times in the day. So that is what it is. So until next time, I'm check us out. Same bat time. Well, no, not same bat time. That's, that's, that's the flight. That's what Anyway, but to check us out, we've been here for a couple of years. I think we'll be here for a little more. Um, until next time, see you later, folks.